Colonel Blake's going to tell us everything he knows about sex. It should be an enjoyable 60 seconds. Well, bullets cost bucks, mister. Why don't you check the other tables, Frank? Maybe somebody left a tip. Ah, baloney. I get the loser. Father told me to stay away from fast women. We're stuck here with a branch hanging out. Brasses. All right, thank you. I swear, Henry, these fingers never left my hands. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kenny, and as always, joining me are my good buds, Simon. A gentleman. Al. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and once again, we have special guest listener co-host, Neil Morgan. Hi, thanks for having me on. Today, we're going to be discussing episode 16 from season three called Bulletin Board. It was directed by Alan Alda. It's written by Larry Gilbart and Simon Muttner. Production code is B323, and the original air date is January 14th, 1975. 31, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 70, 71, 71, beat that. Ah, 71, that's nothing. You watch this. Ready? One. Okay, so plot summary for this episode. Trapper writes a letter to his daughter. Shirley Temple dances. And the 4077 tries to take a mental break from GI suffering from hypothermia and post-op bleeding by throwing a benefit picnic for the orphanage. Because that always works, right? Exactly. Attention all personnel. See the bulletin board for details on the payroll savings plan. Buy a bond for twenty-five, fifty, or a hundred. Fed America to win, place, or show. Oh, come on, don't be slackers. Join in. Sign up. I forgot my name. Amnesia. Happens every time somebody wants me to invest in a war. Well, bullets cost bucks, mister. I'd like that tattooed on my thigh. You're both a blemish on the record of this unit. I'm going to do something to get rid of the blemishes tonight. Uh, Octave Lieber. You get the feeling Frank's one war behind? Uh, some notable guest stars in this episode. We have Jamie Farr returning as Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger. And the ever-lovable William Christopher as Father Francis Mulcahy. And returning again, Patricia Stevens as Nurse Brown. Johnny Hamer plays Sergeant Zelmo Zale. Now, this is the second out of 20 appearances for Johnny in MASH. And, of course, returning is Kelly Nakahara playing Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. And finally, Jeff Maxwell returns as Igor Struminski. <laughs> See this, Henry? First annual Polly Adler birthday cookout picnic and barbecue. All proceeds to go to Sister Teresa's Korean Orphans Fund. Forget it. Henry, you did everything you could. Yeah, come on, Henry, loosen up. You'll have a ball. Yeah, that's just it. Everybody unwinds, has a good time, then the war comes back and it's a real belly drop. Look, we need this. 
we don't go crazy once in a while, we'll all go crazy. So let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Let's let our guest host, Neil, comment first. Ooh, thank you very much. Um, I, I enjoyed the episode. It was uh, it was another good one. It was um, it was basically a, a dear dad, except it was a dear yeah. daughter one. Dear Becky, I hope you had a nice birthday party. I'd have given anything to be there. In your last letter, you said I never really tell you what I'm doing. Well, now that you're all of seven, I'll try to describe what it's like over here. First of all, I live in a tent which is kind of old and smelly, which I share with two doctors who are young and smelly. One is Hawkeye Pierce. He's a good egg, but just a little grumpy when it comes to waking up. So um, I enjoyed it because it was the it was the thread, wasn't it, that kind of kind of connected all these these disparate parts. But um, Henry's lecture, there was um, <laughs> Trapper falling asleep and everything. How how did they keep their faces straight while while they were doing this? Yeah, it yeah, was it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was great. It was great. And and Frank true to form um uh, lines like a uh, marriage is the chief cause of divorce appropriately <laughs> enough for um, a, a program with so much adultery in it yeah. and um it the, the the frank the frank thread with um uh with with him not wanting to lend the money to margaret i have a favor to ask of you oh anything darling you know that my sister's getting married my younger sister is getting married. And she's only a captain. Oh, marriage isn't all that it's cracked up to be. Let me tell you, honestly. Now, marriage is probably the chief cause of divorce. I want to borrow $240 for a wedding present. It's key money for an apartment. $240. And $40. Surely I'm worth $240. Frank? Every penny. Well? Well, I wish I could. I really do, but... Uh... But all your money's tied up in wealth, right? Well, those are just bonds. You've bought enough to start your own country. Shh! I just want to borrow $240. And kind of, if in the end, charging a 5% interest. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. I'll get it, Margaret. The money, the 240 Really, Frank? Honest, darling, you mean it? Oh, Frank. <laughs> oh, you don't have to do that. Oh. One thing I would like, though. Anything. Anything, Frank. Well, when I give you the money, if you could sign an IOU. Well, it's really a good idea when you lend uh, an IOU and some mention of the interest. The interest? Yeah, I thought 5%. Now, that's better than you'd get at any bank. Oh, Frank! Margaret! Seeing all the cast having so much fun, it must have been great to be paid to have have that kind of fun. Because I must admit, I was laughing my head off through the episode. It was it it was great. It was great to hear um, Hot Lips and Frank um, quoting lines to each other. Shakespeare, Twain. Neither a lender nor a borrower be Polonius. To give and not count the cost, Saint Ignatius Loyola. The holy passion of friendship is of so sweet and steady and loyal and enduring a nature that it will last throughout a whole lifetime if not asked to lend money. Mark Twain. Blow it out your ear. 
Margaret Houlihan. It was oh, it was some really good writing went on in that episode. Yeah, I to- totally agree with you. This is actually one of my favorites of the group that we that we did. Um, Henry's sex talks are always hilarious. Hey, good afternoon, man. <clears throat> now, uh, first of all, let me thank all of you in advance for what I know will be your full and undivided attention. <laughs> the uh, topic for today has to do with the subject of sex. <laughs> all right, now let's not go gaga. Sex happens to be one of the most important things in life, inasmuch as each one of us is one or the other gender of it once we're born, which is the direct result of the act of it. Sir? Um, We'll have questions after the lecture. What about answers? Well, I was just wondering, should I roll down the flaps so the nurses don't hear? Uh, Radar, all the nurses have heard about sex. I know, I've been spreading the word. Shut your face. Kiss me. Okay, now, uh, the aspect of uh, today's subject that I'm going to delve on is the U.S. Army's contribution to birth control. I knew they were going to ask for contributions. I gave it the office. Uh, now, each of us here knows why uh, he is in Korea. Major Burns? We are here to stem the red tide. To finish up the commies once and for all. Now, anyone with half a mind knows, as I do, that after Germany, we should have knocked out the Ruskies, then clobbered the Chinese before they forced Chiang Kai-shek and his very beautiful wife off the mainland. To which I, for one, say they should be unleashed so that they can liberate the real Chinese people and restore the government that America has paid so many millions of dollars to help get. Sir, I thought the lecture was on sex. I'd admire my dress to talk politics. Sit down, Klinger. Now listen, Corporal. You too, Frank. Now we're in Korea by order of the UN, along with 17 other nations, to try to stabilize this country politically and militarily. We are not here to add to the population. The one thing they don't need in Asia is more Asians. Many of you have heard me speak on reproduction in BD. I've got both your albums. Today's subject is much more important. Now, this country is on its can. There's not enough food, housing, schools, you name it, they haven't got it. So don't add to its problems. Now, uh, when you shift home, just make sure that you don't leave any little time bombs that are going to go off nine months later. (laughs) Now I know you're only human. (laughs) Present company accepted. We don't expect you to behave like monks. The Army just wants you to be careful so that you don't leave behind any little monklets. <laughs> I mean, it's not just it's not just Henry Sex Talk. It's the reaction that Hawkeye and Trapper and everyone, you know, mm-hmm. reacting. And they're always fooling around. Poor Henry. I would dread having to give a sex talk to those guys. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, in, I thought it was funny when uh, Klinger was having a fight in the movie when they were watching Shirley Temple. And Father Mulcahy comes walking in and gets knocked out. And he comes walking in again and gets knocked out. Move it. This seat is taken. Oh, no, it isn't. Simply. You go leave that guy. Hey, break it up back there. Knock it off! Come on! 
that that sight gags are just hilarious like that you know um i also noticed uh well one of my favorite things was as you mentioned neil was the whole party at the end because they look like they were truly they look like they're acting they look like they were just having a big party you know they were yeah. putting on this event for an orphanage you know i love the little kids and the faces of them holding the water running back they they ran that for at least a good two three minutes of the various people doing that over and over and over. But it was so enjoyable. You didn't get bored or at least I didn't get bored with it. I thought I could have watched the whole event, you know, from beginning to end. Um, I like the fact that, you know, that, that, you know, Frank kind of gives in and says he'll give her the money. And as no mention with 5% <laughs> interest and she freaks out and jumps on top of him and they go running off and he actually wins the women race and he wins a black bra from Klinger. Um, that was funny. Uh, just so good. The, the mud pit, you know, the final mud pit where they all get pulled into that had to have been, I mean, the best moment because that looked like fun, you know, just to get filthy. Uh, I did notice that, that lemonade was five cents, hot dogs, 10 cents. And for some reason, fudge was 15 cents. So I guess mm. if you had a sweet tooth, you're going to be screwed because you got to pay the most. Yeah. Um, but overall, yeah, it was just, you know, I mean, I don't honestly remember much of the episode other than the huge ending with the with the orphanage. That was my favorite part that made the episode for me. Um, the other bits at the beginning, they were good, but they weren't as impressionable as the, the final, you know, 15 minutes of the episode, which I really enjoyed. How about you, Al? Yeah, well, sorry. I didn't really... I think it was all that great. I mean, it was okay. It, was, it there were some. Oh, you, you suck, Kazel. You, you don't have to be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to like every episode we love. Yeah, I just want to disagree with the British people. <laughs> um, no, I mean there, there were there were there were a lot of parts about the episode that I thought were okay. They were they were entertaining, but I just uh, unlike you, um, Neil, I thought that the episode was a bit disconnected. Uh, I, I understand they were trying to thread everything together with Trapper trying to do a you know his own version of the dear dad type thing with his daughter, but I didn't think it worked. It was too short. You know, it, they, they kind of threw that in towards the middle to the end of the episode. That's true. That is true. And it mm -hmm. just didn't work for me. Um, I, I didn't think it tied it together. And to me, there was it was like it was almost like a you know. A variety show where they had a you know like Benny Hill where they had a bunch of little uh, little skits here and there and they tried to tie it together with with Trapper you know doing this narration I just didn't think it worked uh, I did like the the Henry sex talk thing I thought that was hilarious Hot Lips and, and Frank bickering over the money was was classic but I didn't know Hot Lips ha Hot Lips had a sister my sister's getting married my younger sister. I thought she was an only child. Mm. And yeah. also, they kind of screwed things up. Um, Frank asks her, didn't your dad leave you anything? And she says, no, my mother drank it all away. Uh, didn't your dad leave you a bit? Mother drank it. Half my salary goes toward drying her out, and the other half for bail. Uh, her dad's not dead. Her mother's well, dead. Her dad is dead in... Uh, certain seasons and then he's alive in the later seasons so yeah that's, yeah. A, that's a oh yeah. it's that it's that mash walking dead crossover yes. i get it that's now it. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean it was okay. Uh, if if it, you know if it was on again, I'd probably watch it just to have it on in the background. But I really don't think that um, you know it's one of my top favorite episodes for sure. Although we do get to see Gary Berghoff uh, drumming a little bit, so mm-hmm. that's always fun. And and like you guys, you know the party at the end. I enjoyed that. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, yeah. How about mm-hmm. you, Matt? Did you enjoy it a little bit more than now? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, I, I think it's. Um, I, I do agree with Aldo regarding uh, uh, Chapa's letter, where the fact that you, I, I did actually forget that was that was the, the start of the episode. It didn't. It just. I didn't even have it on my notes. And I, it wasn't until you said it that uh, it kind of dawned on me. It was like, oh yeah, um, it's a wonderfully directed episode by Alan Alder. Um, there's a lot going on, a lot of exterior shots, and he does very well with it. Um, I really do quite like the whole thing of Margaret asking Frank for the loan and the Frank, Frank being such an arse about it all and, and trying to charge interest. It just goes to show how much Frank, obviously, you know, why he thinks about Margaret. Um, he's messing up with the patient as well, saying he's dead when actually suffering from hypothermia. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's really good, you know, and, and the fact Trap is the one who spots it and gets him back. Get this body out of here, PDQ. He's dead, sir? Of course, froze to death. Let's go. Okay. Hold it. What do you got? Deceased, McIntyre. I checked it. All right, Deep, I said deceased. Kaput. No pulse, no heartbeat. Okay, come on, take him back. Let's go. We might be able to save this guy. Um, get me a uh, cut-down tray and four units of O-negative blood. You get a pulse? Not in the arm. Like I said. Come on, cut the uh, cut the shirt. Let's go. Frank, his extremities are frozen. You didn't check the carotid. You ever hear a hypothermia? He only knows what's condensed in Reader's Digest. You get anything? A faint beat. Where's the... Uh, Oh, great. Frank, hypothermia is a state of reduced body temperature, slowing down all function. I knew that. Give me some blankets and a prep tray. Frank, you prep the whole. Right. This guy thaws out. He's liable to start bleeding. What happened, Radar? He was in a minefield all night long. He's a lucky fellow. If this had been summer, he would have bled to death. Um... The, the drumming of Gary, Gary Berg. I think we all like seeing Gary Berg after doing his jazz drumming. I think it's just fantastic. Uh, I've got a couple of things here. There's a, the beat where Klinger has that fight in the mess tent. They don't ask take a tumble when they when they uh, tackle each other. Uh, when I was oh, watching, yeah. I was thinking that. I thought, wow, that's you know. I hope they didn't do I too was many takes of that. I was watching the reaction of the people around them in shock yeah. that they were actually because they were really getting physical. Yeah, and we William Chris are getting here because he's a boxer in in Mash, isn't he? Because he, he trains people to box, so yeah, I was quite surprised yeah. that he got knocked out so easily. Um, uh, it's a, I've put at the bottom. It's a bit of an empty episode, really, in, in parts, but it doesn't really take the fun out of it for me. I mean, the, the end scene with all the mud. Let's face it, everyone loves mud. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> you can't, you know, if you're going to get thrown into mud, you, you're going to enjoy it, and that must have been a hell of a laugh to do. Um, and it's good to see Hawkeye wearing his, his Hawaiian shirt again, which I think we all know how much I love that shirt. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, I like this episode. I must admit, I mean, there's bits in it that do fall flat, um, I admit, but I think the, the good bits outweigh the bad. I'm not doing too great for the orphans, Father. No? Well, how much so far? Three nurses, three bucks. I could make more, but you wouldn't believe what they expect for a dollar. Oh, well, uh, do your best, my... Uh... 
My son. Thank you, sir. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our behind the scenes. Uh, Al, you want to start us off? Sure. Alan Alder received the Primetime Emmy Award nomination for directing this episode. Just like you said, Meds. It was yeah, worthy yeah. of an award, or at least a nomination. And surgeons using disposable latex gloves. Now, these were not developed until the late 1960s. Oops. Oops. <laughs> what did they use before latex? Well, you just, you just wash <laughs> your hands. Sheepskin. Oh, yeah. all right. When, when Hawkeye falls in the mud, he laughs and refers to Hot Lips as Loretta, the actress's name. Another oops. Yeah, I'm going to go back and listen to that. I'll yeah, me it. too. Yeah. Oh, see, that's how you get me to rewatch a band. Of there you go. There. That's yeah. it. Uh, the movie the characters are watching is The Littlest Rebel from 1935. Yep, Shirley Temple. Yeah, mm-hmm. Awful. Awful film. In this episode, Major Hulam implies that her father is dead. However, as we've already said, in later episodes, he not only sends her letters, but he actually does turn up at the 4077th, which is a fantastic episode. It is good, yeah. Yeah, very good one. Come on, everybody up. Rise and shine. Hawk, I'm up. Get up on your feet up. Korea, the war is still? Right. What's to get up? I left a call for a half past piece. Night shift. Come on, let's go up. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are we wasting this on each other for? All right, guys, it's time for trivia. And I think Meds has this episode's trivia. I do indeed. And here it is. Trapper almost got his discharge. Double question again for you. Why did he get his discharge? And why wasn't he sent home? Go ahead and send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. All right. It'll be $9.60 for you. First pl- Thank you, sir. Watch your hands. What? Both of them. You got enough? No, child. Take- what the hell? Keep your hands to yourself. Huh? I know how to I get- swear, Henry, these fingers never left my hands. Well, don't look at me. I She's not really a kid, Radar. Her mother stunted her growth. Made her sleep in a short bed and smoke. She's 42 years old. Oh, please. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Meds. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a totally radical website, man. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. We have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And you can send us your feedback and, of course, the answers to our trivia questions to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we even have a very cool store where you can buy all kinds of neat stuff all with the mash 4077 logo on it even has our pictures i've seen it pretty cool stuff you can find our online store at www.zazzle.com 
forward slash mash4077podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for mash4077podcast. All right, so I guess uh, for the most part, the majority of us liked it, so you're outruled, Al. <laughs> again. Uh, you, you must like it, Al. I want you to watch it again and give me a better review next time. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, I am Kenny. I'm Meds. I'm Neil. And I'm Neil. I, I mean, I'm Al. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be seeing ya. Attention. For all personnel too busy in the OR, here is the latest from the bulletin board. Armed Forces Radio announces that Clark Gable is divorcing Lady Sylvia Ashley. And Sergeant Maury Mandel announces he is divorcing his Sylvia. In Washington, Republican candidate Dwight Eisenhower said if he's elected, he'll go to Korea. That's what I call a sore winner. HQ in Seoul announces that the ammunition shortage continues to be very severe. We got no shortages here. Heavy fighting will go on in our sector, and we can expect casualties for the next 72 hours. Pierce? Yes, Henry. Good idea, that picnic. Yes, Henry. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. 
If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Hi, this is Rick Moyer. And this is Amy Moyer. And we are the hosts of Take Him With You. The weekly podcast where we discuss life at the geeky Moyer's home. And then we talk about our faith and how it relates to the world around us. Very, very positive podcast. And we think you really enjoy it. And I love Star Trek and heavy metal music. And I like Star Trek. Kind and of. heavy metal music. And I hate heavy metal music. <laughs> hate is a strong word. Oh. Well, you got to understand, when you're recording... Give in to your hate, Amy. When you're recording and you go over and over those loud, obnoxious riffs, you know, Mm -hmm. I do not like the loud guitar. You're talking about the parody songs that I do. Some of them I like. Give in to your hate. You've done some big band songs and some soft songs that I've liked. Yeah, well, anyway. Yeah, I just don't really like the heavy metal. Want to hear more of our banter? You can by listening to our podcast. Where can they find it? You can find it at TakeHimWithYou.com or iTunes. That's right, iTunes. Yes. So you can tune in. and But I do like some sci-fi. Amy, I'm your husband. (laughs) I like Star Trek, and I like like Babylon 5. Make it so. Some different questions. We're going too long now. We're too long. Go away. You don't know the power of the podcast. Take it with you. That was kind of like Darth Vader. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. It's written by Larry Gilbart and Simon Munt. It was written by Larry Gil... It was written by Larry Gilbart.